Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. And this episode number 754 of Barry on Deck. Hello, hi, welcome to the program, welcome to the show. Welcome in, folks. What it do? Hope you had a good uh, Monday weekend, long weekend. This has been a It feels like a weekend to me. I know it's not. It is Tuesday, but it's like a long weekend to me. When last we talked, it was a Thursday. Thank you, uh, Chris from Sam Houston. Much appreciated, sir. Uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, when last we talked. It was not Thursday. It was Wednesday, right? Yeah, it was Wednesday. Uh, And then I drove up to Wichita Thursday morning, had shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, drove to Oklahoma City, uh, had a show Sunday, and drove home yesterday. So long weekend for your boy working, Uh, but I hope you had a good one. So we're back. So like that was kind of like my weekend in a way. So now starts my work week, so to speak. Uh, anyways, uh, welcome in. Welcome to the show. Hope you're doing well. Um, Honestly, not a ton of sports that I've been paying attention to. So I will do my best to navigate through as much sports as I can get through. Heck yeah today rob thank you buddy so smoking good to resubscribe for 24 months what's up man that is two years sir i don't know if you do math but that's how that works out thank you buddy i appreciate you sean thank you man sean just resubscribed for 22 months that's outstanding sir thank you very much uh i'm out in the gosh darn stick sorry about that alex uh, yeah, so, um, I'll try to do the best that I can to get, what is this? Oh, I was just seeing like, oh, wow, that's crazy. It looks different on my phone there. Um, yeah, so, uh, I'll do the best that I can to navigate through what sports might be out there. I got some topics from last week that we didn't get to that aren't necessarily like current event relevant topics, but still might make for some interesting conversation. Also have a couple of road stories for you. Now look, temper your expectations as compared to my last road story. I don't know that I'll uh, be able to top that one for quite some time. Okay. So, um, you know, they all, They all can't quite be like that. And um, the beautiful thing is, is I don't make these up. I don't go looking for stuff like this to happen. 
It just happens. Yo, Sensei Bullrock. Thank you, sir, for resubscribing. Um, uh, that is uh, one year, a whole damn year, sir. Thank you very much for resubscribing. 12 full-ass months, you sexy son of a gun. You And we've got a hype train going. Look at that. That's fantastic. Oh, little hype train. I'm uh, slowing down on the drinking, so we're not going to do... Not going to do shots. I got to... Cutting way back on the drinking, folks. Uh, trying to, okay? Uh, cutting way back. Gonna, gonna cut, do the best we can. Um, but still celebrating. This, this, this water's for you. Uh, yeah, so we've got a couple of two, three different road stories. Um, some minor, one decently good one. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll get to those. Uh, I don't know. It's a couple sports things. It's a uh, yeah. Since they were said nothing wrong with that. Alcohol will kill you. Yeah, <laughs> Alan said I got you covered. B. Thank you, Alan. Yeah, if anyone was gonna pick up the slack, it was I could count on the deckheads to pick up my drinking slack for me for sure. So, uh, appreciate that, uh, hundred percent. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, heartthrob Rob, Philip Barnard, the throb. Uh, he came and saw you. Oh God bless it. I hate this goddamn software. It drives me nuts that this thing just does not save. I need to open a, a freaking ticket with these guys. Um, but your boy, um, came and saw me in, uh, Wichita. I got a, I'll get a vodka soda going in your honor. There you go. I probably such cur down on the drinking. Okay. I probably such cur down on the drinking and I'm going to say yes. Heck yeah. I'm going to say heck yeah. I don't know what the hell that is, but yeah. I'm going to say heck yeah as well. Uh, Mark G, thank you for resubscribing, my friend. 20 months. Let's go, pimp. <clears throat> and that completes a level one hype train, man. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, I... Uh, what was I going to say? I forgot what the hell I was going to st- tell you guys. Yeah, I don't even remember now. Oh, uh, Heartthrob coming out. I swear it should be 22 months, but okay. No, it, you're probably right. It, Twitch does some weird shit, bro. Don't worry about it. It's it's probably not you. Donna has the same problem. Donna D- Donna OG been here since day one, and it still messes with her. So I don't uh, I don't know what they do. Sometimes they do some weird shit. Um, Heartthrob, thank you for coming out, man. Unfortunately, and I tell you guys this all of the time. Uh, and unfortunately, it was the only night he could come out. But Thursday night was so sad. Like, there were, including Heartthrob, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, there was maybe 10 people at the show. Maybe. 
Now, I would say there was 10, and then there was like a couple of scragglers that came in towards the end. Um, sometimes it'd be like that. You know what I mean? Sometimes it'd be like that. And it sucks. It sucks for everybody. Sucks for the comics. Sucks for the crowd. Uh, sucks for everybody. So, and trust me, as a comic and as a headliner, there's nothing more demoralizing than to only see 10 people out there. Uh, it just, you feel terrible. Um, you know, you just, you feel like a piece of shit. So, uh, you know, it's, there's a, it's embarrassing. It's, it's all things. So yeah, it sucked. And, um, I hated that because it's not even a, it, it, you don't even get the same fun show, you know, when there's not as many people there, you know what I mean? But it, it, so I hate that heartthrob drives all that way for like, um, you know, a 10 person show. So we, we did the, the best we could, but Hey, uh, AV wait staff is being generous. It was one girl behind the bar that I saw. Yeah, it was lightly attended. There might be 10 people in that town. Um, I don't know. Um, Wichita is bigger than you think. Um, but yeah, it's not a great feeling. Okay. Uh, it's not a great feeling as a comic when 10 people show up for a show. So, uh, but hey, man, Heartthrob was cool. Yes, Chris knows. Reyes said it was like that one show in San Antonio. Same thing. It's sometimes it just be like that. There's like four, five, 10, 12 people in the crowd. You do the best you can. You try to make the best of it, but it sucks. Sucks for the comics. Sucks for the crowd. Sucks for the venue. Sucks for everybody. So, um, shout, but shout out to Heartthrob, man. Anytime I'm in Wichita, Tulsa, or OKC, my boy is rolling up, and I appreciate that immensely. Uh, so he was there Thursday, got to hang out and kick it for a little while, so that was cool. Uh, got him a new phone with a new lock screen with the Barry on Deck logo, sir. I salute you. Oh, excuse me. So, uh, yeah, got to see my boy. That was cool. Uh, and then uh, just worked. And uh, I got to tell you, it was a pretty uneventful, um, oh, I will, since they bore on, definitely. I'm actually trying to get out there. There's a couple of clubs in uh, the Phoenix, Tucson area I'm trying to get into. So, yeah, if I'm ever out that way, I for sure will let you know. Um, <clears throat> it was a pretty uneventful uh, road trip. No, you haven't missed any road stories yet. We're going to do the headlines, and then I'm going to do the road stories. It was a pretty uneventful road trip until Sunday. Only cool thing uh, that, so like I said, I got three stories. In fact, I need to do one thing here. I need to. Uh, what the heck? What in the heck is this? Hold on. Should have done this sooner. I don't know why I didn't think of this. Um, all right, what is happening? I have no idea. Oh, there we go. Show stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, upload. There you go. So, uh, a couple things. I wanted to show you guys... 
where I stayed uh, when Barry shot a guy. What? I didn't. I didn't shoot a guy. I didn't shoot a guy. You did light a gas station on fire on the trip. No, I didn't light a gas station on fire. What are you talking about? I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, since they Borox said Phoenix don't sleep on Tempe Improv. Oh, smaller theater, but uh, some of my favorite shows have been there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry, I'm not. Uh, Phoenix and Tucson uh, got some good venues. Yeah. Oh, trust me. No, I'm not. I mean, bro. I'm at this point. I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not sleeping on anything. I. I am at the point of my career where I am having such a backslide that I will take and work anywhere. Uh, it has been uh, a struggle to say the least to book work. Um, what the fuck is happening? I don't know why this isn't working, guys. Okay, I don't know how to do this. I, I, I sometimes I hate this goddamn iPhone. I really do. <sighs> Let me try it this way. <clears throat> um. <laughs> just, just for for fuck's sake, could we just? Okay. I should have done this sooner. And that's that's on me. I, I apologize. This is definitely my fault. Um I should have I forgot to do this. And I should not have. And that's why it's taking so long and this is making for a terrible I, I don't want to say radio. This is making for a terrible show. And that's on me. And I apologize. Lord, I apologize. Um but I'm hurrying. Okay. And my wife always does that. When I when she gets home from work, she always asks me, "How did radio go?" I'm like, "Babe, it's not radio. I it's just a it's a live streamed show. It's definitely not radio." But yet and still, she always says, "How does radio? How did radio go?" And I'm like, "That's not that's not what that is. Radio, <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not that, babe." But she still says it. So, uh, all right, I think this is enough. Fine. Okay. Um, so let's do our sports headlines. Oh my God. Okay. I quit. Uh, if that's the case, I'd put up your phone to film each performance and I'd take your favorite clip from every show and put a laugh track on if the crowd ain't popping. No, I refuse to do that. I refuse uh, to use a laugh track. Just won't do it. Uh, when I did social media, I definitely added some audio to some of the videos. No, I just won't do it. I won't add a laugh track uh, to uh, to a. I just won't use the 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 tape. I mean, I get enough. I have enough videos where I just won't use it. You know what I mean? But I certainly would never add a laugh track. I would. I would kill myself. I would quit comedy first. Honestly. I would quit comedy first if before I added a laugh track. I would, I would die. Um, now they do that on TV, right? Like 
uh, we'll have people in studio when I'm doing like the burial and sports thing. They'll be in there <laughs> in the background laughing or whatever. That's different. Stand-up comedy? No, absolutely not. Uh, Alex said, of course, the signal's bad out there. What? Uh, Stevenson, I think you should just hire Francisco as your agent or promoter. Yeah, it's not that. It's, I'll be honest with you, uh, nothing wrong with having standards, my dude. <laughs> just makes me respect you more. Thanks, man. Uh, at least she's being supportive. She could have come home and said, you're still doing that stupid thing in your little room. That's true, Amos. That's very true. You still doing your little, you still in there pretending like you're doing your little sports stupid thing. That's true. She certainly, you're, you're a hundred percent right. She is uh, still being supportive. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna, I was going to get into uh, talking about the, the, the thing and Francisco and the agent and all that, but I, I just keep hearing in my, uh, in my head, I remember reading on the, was it the ESPN Twitch chat? I want to say it was VB who was like, why would you go watch Barry on deck? All he does is bitch and complain about himself. So I'm trying to not do that because apparently I didn't know that was a thing. I thought being honest uh, and just being open with the issues that I face in this, in this, uh, you know, career, uh, in the path that I've chosen. And I thought, I thought that was a, like a cool, I thought opening up about it was, uh, like made it more relatable. Right. And that, but I didn't realize what I didn't realize is that it came across as complaining. So my bad. Uh, so I'm not going to, I'm trying not to do that as much anymore. I certainly don't want you guys thinking that I am complaining. I'll do that in private. I certainly wouldn't want you guys, you know, <clears throat> thinking that, that that's the case. It was more of just, I really, I think I do it more to let you guys know what it's like on this side and, and doing this and being in this business and so forth. And, uh, and some of you, I think can relate to it and, and dealing with the stuff like the depression and all that, but yeah. I don't. I, I certainly wouldn't want you thinking that. So, should Barry listen to some dickhead on the ninety-seven point five Twitch stream? <laughs> well, we're certainly not going to do that poll. Um, all right, so let's do our sports headlines, and then we got road stories to get to. Let's go. All right, here's your uh, sports headlines for the day, and uh, first one. And look, a couple of them. It, it, a couple of them are interesting because really all three of the first ones have to do with uh, football. And, and look, coming up on the draft, you're going to start to see a lot of this where people are declaring their intentions for a guy or guys on the roster. And the first three are basically that, right? So the first one that you see, the Raiders are saying, look, Devontae Adams is not going to be traded. And... Quite frankly, I think Devontae Adams, if you talk to him and you've read some of the things that he said, he's he's kind of okay with that. Luke Getze is his o, uh, OC now in uh, in Vegas. And if you recall, I think he was the guy in uh, Green Bay when Devontae Adams was there. And he was excited about that, and he liked him out there. So he's probably cool with it. I think it really depends on 
what and who is going to be, you know, the Q, who's going to be the QB and, and what the situation is going to be at quarterback. But uh, right now, Raiders are saying, no, we are not trading him. There was rumors that he could end up in New York with the Jets and reuniting with Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? Um, but apparently the Raiders have come out and said, no, um, not the case. Devontae Adams will not be traded uh and much to the in the same vein the vikings have come out and the vikes gm um has not considered trading justin jefferson now you'll recall you'll remember not too long ago um there was an article that came out where justin jefferson said there was one big question that he needed answered before he committed to a long-term deal with the vikings and that question was, what are they going to do at QB? <clears throat> and part of that was really in regards to, hey, look, Justin Jefferson likes Kirk Cuss, okay? Make no mistake about it. He may not like the results that they get in the playoffs, but as far as regular season accolades and making him look like a fantastic um, wide receiver, he likes Kirk Cousins, okay? So make no mistake, he would love to have Kirk Cousins back on the Vikings. So don't think for one second that when you see the headline that says Justin Jefferson wants to know if Kirk Cousins is going to be back or not before he signs it and commits to a long-term deal with the Vikings. Don't think that that means because if they do bring him back, he's out. Nay, 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 I say. Quite the contrary. It's the, just the opposite. I think he just wants to know who's going to be throwing him the ball. If it's not Cousins, who is it? Is it just going to be some rando rookie? Are they going to go out and get Jimmy G? You know what I mean? Like, they want to know. Or he wants to know, I should say. <clears throat> but the Vikings say they're not trading. Or they're, they're, they haven't considered trading him, and they're working on a long-term deal. Uh, he just wants to make sure he ain't getting a bum. Exactly. That's exactly right, says a bull wrong. What's up, Perry? Good to see you, buddy. Um, the Bears want to, quote, do right by Justin Fields and said that a call on the QB position is coming as soon as possible. ASAP. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It, if you have to make a call, haven't you already made the call? I mean, that's that's just kind of that's kind of how I how I look at this. If you're sitting back contemplating what are we going to do in regards to the QB position? We have a guy. And we don't really know if we're committed to this guy or not. If you're questioning your commitment to a guy, then you are already not committed to the guy. Does that make sense? Because if you are like, yep, this is our guy, then you don't need to sit around and ponder if this is your guy. 
I don't, I mean, that just, to me, that makes sense, right? It just makes total sense. Last year, there was, it, I get it. Like, last year was like, well, you know, maybe, maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's the guy. And then they, they traded down. They went through the year. And then, you know, I feel like quietly behind the scenes, they were like, ah, look, we probably dodged a bullet drafting Bryce Young. But I still don't think this dude is the one. <clears throat> so I just, if you have to even sit around and debate it and say, ah, we're going to make a call. You've already made the call. You already know. You already know. If you don't know at this point, then you already know one thing. You don't want it to be Justin Fields. Or else you would have already said he's our guy. So I don't, I don't know. I, if you're that on the fence, then you're, you're fooling yourself by just not coming out and saying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Chris, you're a dick. <laughs> what if the call is there waiting for Russ to let go, to be let go? I mean. If that's what they want to do, that seems like a fool's errand. Yeah, I don't. Is there any team out there that would want to chase down and and take a chance on Russ at this point? If you're seriously, what NFL team do you think takes a chance on Russell Westbrook right now? What what NFL team says, man? We're just a we're a Russell Westbrook away. Because if it wasn't if it wasn't the Broncos, then who is it? That Todd, that's a good answer. He says the Steelers. But if the Broncos weren't a Russ Wilson away, then what makes you think the Steelers are? Now, granted, maybe Mike Tomlin, maybe Mike Tomlin gets gets more out of Russ than you know, anybody else has or, or could. I don't know. This point, though, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know which teams need a quarterback. I get that. I'm not, I'm not asking you guys which teams need a quarterback. What I'm saying is, is there a team that it makes sense to go after a guy who has fallen from grace so swiftly so quickly and has looked so bad and whose name has been so sullied and 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 quite frankly his reputation is just not good anymore ah Steelers got a Steelers D got a big leg up on the Broncos D a, sh- a shade of themselves Hall of Famer could do uh I don't know man <clears throat> he wasn't actually that bad during the second half of the year. Um, no, I mean he did he did turn it up a little bit. That that is true. He did turn it up. He'd make a great cowboy. All right, Chris, over here trying to cause havoc. Um, see Jeff Bell. Here's the. This is what's crazy, right? This is what's crazy. Is 
when Russ left Seattle and went to Denver, and we've talked about it on the show plenty, remember Denver was just a quarterback away. Man, watch out. If Denver gets a QB, that's all they need. Denver was what people think the Steelers are right now, just a quarterback away. Everything else is in place. They got the coach. They got the defense. They got it. Hey, Homo Astros fan. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for the uh, 100 bits, my friend. It's good to see you. Thank you for joining us. By the way, thank you guys for the hype train. Level 2 hype train was completed 16 minutes ago. Four subs uh, was in that bad boy. So thank you guys for that. Uh, what's up, Joe Pro? Good to see you, man. So, I mean, that was the same thing. That was the same thing. Oh, they're just they're just a QB away. Is all the Broncos need is a QB? Nope. Oh no, CC. Good luck on your root canal, girl. I've had like four of those. I sleep through mine. I think I've slept through every root canal I've ever had. Also, I had yuck mouth for a while, so I don't envy you. But it's not that bad. If they numb it right, you're good. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, and I said, I like what Peter King said, keep the B level QB and turn that pick into six to eight first and second round picks over the next two years. <clears throat> uh, I don't understand what that means. Who are you talking about? What was he? I, what do you mean? What do you mean? Keep the B-level QB and turn that pick into six to eight first and second round picks over the next two years. So what you're saying is Peter King suggested keep fields, trade out of the, fir- trade out of the first pick, and get multiple picks over the next couple of years in the first and second round. Is that what you're saying, uh, Peter King said, Amos? Keep Fields, trade the first pick in the draft if you're the Bears for multiple first and second round picks over the next two years. Is that what you're saying? Uh, we're still waiting on a QB, said Jeff. Yes. Perry said Sean Payton set Russ up to fail. Uh, I could. I just think Sean Payton, I don't think he cared if Russ succeeded. How about that? I just think it was like, you just do it my way. And if you don't, bye. Um, he was on the Dan Patrick show saying, fill the 20 other holes. Y'all are going to make me so angry, I swear to God. Hey, Chewy, thank you for the uh, happy affiliate anniversary. I appreciate that, buddy. Sean said, I couldn't disagree more. All that guarantees you is that you won't be terrible. You can't consistently win big without a top-tier QB. Um, Amos said he was on the Dan Patrick show saying fill the other 20 holes. I mean, the fact that I sat in this very chair last week and said that I would trade the first pick in the draft if I was the Bears and move down a bit. You could still get a QB in the top 12. But you could get a ton of draft collateral. And 
you could still trade Justin Fields and get even more draft collateral. The fact that I sat in this goddamn chair and said that last week, and you're going to sit in this chat and act like the first time you heard that is when Peter King said it. I am going to lose my goddamn mind. This is why I hate this job. This is why I hate this. Because since I'm a nobody, when you guys go and hear somebody like Peter King say it, you go, oh, yeah, that's fucking brilliant. I hate you, Amos. I hate your stupid guts. I hate your dumb guts. Hate it. God, I hate your guts. Kiss my whole entire ass, Amos. All of it. <laughs> Alex, I thought Peter King got it from you, B. He probably did. Amos said, he said, you don't trade him. Yeah, you do. What do you need to keep him for? You, you don't, you, you don't need to keep him. Chris said Peter King is a closet VOD listener. I knew it! Would you guys trade CJ for a bunch of picks? Exactly. What? What? Yo, Clarence, I, I definitely need that. His tone was nicer. <laughs> Stevenson, spoiler, Ian is actually Peter King. Ah, that's hilarious, Steven. That is so funny. I don't understand Sean's point. This makes no sense. Would you trade CJ for a bunch of picks? That Are you really suggesting that Justin Fields is CJ Stroud? What? What are you what are you talking about? I don't I don't understand. That's that makes no sense. All right, can we get back to our headlines? So, um yeah, the Bears say they're going to do right by Justin Fields. Um, the Bears own the number one pick in the draft. Um, and we'll decide between keeping Fields or selecting a quarterback in the draft. Polls did not rule out trading the 24-year-old quarterback and a move he said could happen before free agency begins next month. It just depends on the opportunities that pop up, Poll said. I will say this. I think you guys know me well enough to know if we go down that road, I want to do right by Justin as well. No one wants to live in a gray area. What? <clears throat> um, Poles was adamant that he wants to know uh, wants to know which direction the Bears will go at quarterback soon tomorrow. And that wasn't hyperbole. No, I would love to know as soon as possible. So, okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. Hey, Barry, when is your next Houston show? I. Can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. Uh, okay, so that's the Bears, Vikings, and Raiders info. Last one, um, U.S. Women's National Team lost a CONCACAF match. Was it CONCACAF? I think it was. Yeah, lost a... Uh, Lost 2-0 to uh, Mexico in its third group game of the CONCACAF Women's Gold Cup. 
So Mexico wins Group A, and now the U.S. women's national team has to wait like a week to find out who they're going to play in the quarterfinals. And look, the thing is this. Um, so far, this U.S. women's national team, the most of the problem has been, one, they're not all on the same page when it comes to the direction on and off the pitch, right? I, I think that this this whole thing, this, this whole... Uh, the entirety of the U.S. women's national team is kind of discombobulated, for lack of a better word, first and foremost. Secondly, secondly, I think you've got a weird... This team is in a bit of a weird transition where you're going from the old guard to the new guard, and there's some leadership questions, and there's some... <clears throat> there's some people that I think need to step up and there's some people that are, you know, that have stepped up that maybe aren't the right people to lead this team. There's been some questionable play on the pitch. There's been some questionable decisions made and I just had made all of this up, but I feel like it's probably right. So I don't know shit about women's soccer and everything I just said was 1000% made up. Um, I'm wondering how far off, uh, it really was. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Clarence said I was being genuine asshole. Well, I know. Cause usually that's like a running joke where I always say people always say when's your next show and then they never show up. So when I say stuff like that, that's when you guys will always do that because it's funny. You know what I mean? Like, like Rudy Rod loves to say it was a pretty good show. Cause I, Mentioned that one time that people say that afterwards when they were like, you're pretty funny thinking it's a compliment when it's not get it. So that's what I thought you were doing, Clarence. My apologies. I thought you were uh, just saying that because <laughs> Mimi said it sounded really good. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mimi. Thank you. You know what I mean? Look, Mimi, that's the that's the thing. If you're going to come out in this business, if you're going to say something, you just have to commit to it. You know, you just have to commit to whatever bullshit you're about to say. And if you commit to it, 99.99% of the people are never going to lick it up. They're never going to question it. They're never going to have, they're just not, they're never going to look it up. So you just, you say it and then everyone goes, Huh. He knows the shit. And that's it. Uh yeah. What is this? Hold on. Um Hey, what's up, Mina? My trip was interesting. We'll get to that. That fact, I just finished up the sports headlines, so I'm about to do the road stories here. What is this? Soccer matters or something? Shut up, Amos. I see US is still letting Mexico score. Yep. Um I'm saying they have a chance to draft a good QB. Oh, you don't trade that for a bunch of picks. Oh, I see what you're saying, Sean. Well, I think it depends on who you talk to because the point I made last week, I don't know if you were here for it, but the point I made last week was th there's not a ton of separation, at least grading-wise, between the top four picks. And if you look at what teams need quarterbacks, if you could get the fourth of the top four QBs, but also pick up a one, a first round pick next year or another second round pick this year. Right. And, and you know, a second round pick 
next year, right? So you you swap ones and pick up two twos. I mean, that makes you a much better football team. Plus, you're getting your two twos, right? So, I mean, dude, there's 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 something to be said for that. So you're right, you know. If and and look, you don't even know which of those four are are going to be good or bad or indifferent. So I I don't think that um, I don't think that um, that um, Caleb Williams is just a surefire lock anymore. He he's he he fell off pretty quick last year. Real quick. So we'll see. I mean, he may prove me wrong. And I mean, he certainly made me look bad because I was like, I hope the Texans just don't draft quarterback and suck for Caleb Williams. And then it was like, thank God they drafted quarterback. It didn't suck for Caleb Williams. Never know. Uh, let's see. Clarence, I bet you can't find that info on. All I see is stars. I guess it. Blocked it out. Uh, never mind. I forgot. It's the slow week before March Madness. Oh, what is this? Soccer matters. Oh, no. I was just doing that on purpose. I was just making all that up to do. That was a bit, Amos. Okay. It was a bit. Jesus. God. Can a guy do a bit anymore? Uh, behind that fake it till you make it. <laughs> Joe Bro said, Today I learned Barry on deck and Mimi don't know any more about soccer than I do. Good company, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I really wanted someone that knows soccer to validate if anything I said was true. Uh, I, I, well, I mean, I guess, I guess Sean kind of did. U.S. women's national team is in trouble, they have a good group of young players, but they play disjointed now. Huh? I think I kind of said that. Okay, it doesn't matter. I love that anytime on the show I say, Jesus, Jesus in the chat goes, yes. How can I help you, Barry? I love that. It was just hilarious. See, Sean goes, it was pretty spot on, though. That's what's so sad about this job. That's what's so sad about this job is you can kind of, if you just know a little bit or you just skim an article once, you could literally fill a whole second with bullshit and people go, well, that guy really knows his shit. And I just, I hate to be this guy and break the fourth wall and spoil this for you. But 99% of the people that you listen to, this is what they do. Honest to God, what I just did is exactly what they'll do. They'll they'll bust out an article and they'll go, okay, uh, yeah, okay. And then they just make up a bunch of shit that they skimmed and they elaborate on it, make some assumptions. And then if they get called on it, they kind of use some smoke and mirrors. And I mean, that's a ton of that's, that's sports talk, baby. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, it is. That is sports talk. Uh, yo, what's up, Steve? Oh, good to see you, homie. 
Soccer is good during World Cup only. I don't disagree with that. Good to see you, uh, Steve-O, man. Long time, no talk, buddy. Uh, Dre said I said what I said. I'm kind of with you, bro. Look, I even swore I was going to really get into hockey this year. I hadn't watched one hockey game. After, after playoff hockey last year, I was so into it. I was like, yes, I fucking love hockey now. Old habits die hard. You know what I mean? Like I old habit, but I, you know what? I'll be honest. I am just not watching a lot of sports lately. Um, I just haven't. I'm, I'm kind of watching the bare minimum. You know what I mean? I'm staying in tune. I'm doing enough. Um, but I'm not, I'm just not, uh, I'm not doing it like I used to full disclosure, except women's soccer. I'm all over it. Um, Joe Pro said I Jake Asman the fuck out of that soccer take. Thank you, sir. Just say a bunch of words, and then you say so many words that people are like I don't even know what he's saying, but it sounds good. <laughs> uh, oh, Clarence said I was asking because it's been a minute since I've been to one of your comedy shows. Yeah, bro, I don't. What do I have coming up in Houston? I'm in. Let's see. I don't have anything else in February. March, I'm at a cigar bar in Humble. I don't know what that is. It's called Four Gents Cigar Bar in Humble. I'm at Hop Scholar on um, March 30th. That might be a fun one to come to. I'm at The Secret Group on April 2nd, and then I'm in San Marcos, San Marcos on April 6th. That's my next four gigs right now that I have on the calendar from for my next four. So uh, It's always, well, I say always. It's usually up to date on barriersfunny.com, Clarence. But that's what I got. So uh, next one will be April 15th at Four Gents Cigar Bar. So Sean said, if you're not exposed to a sport early on, it's hard to get into it. Oh, yeah. A show. I was forced to watch a million hours of soccer, so now I love it. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Alex said, I'm back. Recap the last 20 minutes. You didn't miss much. Rockets have been tough to watch. They have. And I, I actually watched some early on. It's just, you know, sometimes, man, you just get to the point where you prioritize other shit. Just, just how it goes. So, <laughs> Alan, you love something, Sean? What? All right, let's get to the road stories, shall we? Shall we? Um... Let's start with, and, and these are, like I said, now, I I don't want you guys, I think you guys have maybe a little spoiled after the last road story. The last road story was an hour, first of all. Uh, the last road story was a, was a whole ass hour long, and those are uh certainly not hold on what is let me do this uh one Ah, what the hell is going on here okay i did that oh oh Okay, I'm just saving these pictures. I want you guys to see this too. Uh, okay. 
Uh, <clears throat> so first thing is in in Wichita. Um, I didn't get put up into a hotel. So the guy that booked me was like, Hey man, I didn't get a hotel for you. Uh, I ended up getting something else. I was like, okay, what, what did you get? He's like, well, I, uh, I grabbed an Airbnb instead. And I was like, "Mm, okay what exactly what what kind of airbnb and he was like i don't know man it looked nice uh in the photos but you'll I, you know it it should be okay and i was like okay so please know mike tom what's up nasty nate Peter King is there to chat shut up steven should have a sticker of mike thomas face on it i don't know what that means I don't even know what that means. Um, see, I told you, Clarence. There's there's Rudy Rod with it. It was a pretty good story. Speaking of the devil, see? Rudy Rod, I was just telling them um, how you ironically used that a lot. Because Clarence was like, hey, Barry, when's your next show? And I was like, oh, kiss my ass, Clarence. And he was like, what? I was just asking because I haven't been to one in a while. I was like, oh, sorry. Because sometimes you guys, when I say stuff like, Ugh, everyone always says, when's your next show? Then nobody ever goes. Or after a show, people think it's a compliment to say that was a pretty good set when it's not. And then you guys will use that a la Rudy Rod with it was a pretty good story. So now you can understand why I think 99% of the time you guys are just fucking with me. <sighs> What's up, Steve-O? Uh, uh, please know Mike Tomlin. I don't know what that means. Um... So, no, it wasn't a tornado trailer. This dude ended up booking me in a caboose. So, I pull up. And I get out. And I walk up to this. And I was like, I I immediately text him. I was like, bro, you booked me in a caboose. With graffiti on it. What the fuck? He's like, nah, fam. They said it's nice. What what do you bro? What what is going on? I was like, bro, you booked me in a goddamn caboose. He's like, bro, but I like the the pictures look nice though, man. I was like, bro, you booked me in a caboose. What are you doing? So I go in and holy shit, it was so badass. I mean, it was, it was so dope. I freaking loved it. So this is at the front door when you walk in and turn left. Oh, hold on. That's not what I wanted. This is what it should be. There you go. This is what it looked like when you walked in and just like you stand at the front door. And if you just turned left, that's what it looked like. And I was like, yo, it's just it's and like, but like literally it's just as wide as a rail car. And they had this dope ass kitchen, living room. They had the, the, the TV. 
I was like, okay. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty. I ain't gonna lie. Everything was brand new, like brand new, brand new. Like nothing. I don't. I don't know how new this was, but everything was new. Uh, so that was when you when you turned left, and then when you turned right, this was the bathroom and the bedroom. And so literally, like I'm standing in the entry. You look left. It was you know living room, kitchen. You look right, and there was a door that went into the bathroom, and then past that was the bedroom. So, so what you're looking at here is that right, right here where I'm pointing, that's the bedroom. All right, so right here is the bedroom, right here. That's the bedroom, that door. So you walk through the bathroom into the bedroom, and yo, this bed was amazing. This some bitch was memory foam, and I've never stopped. Oh my god! Oh my god! I slept like a baby on this bitch. That shit was amazing, and I didn't take a bath. And Spoon, my buddy Spoon, who came and hung out with me at the caboose after my last show on Saturday, <clears throat> we went and bought a bottle of vodka and some Seven Up and just kicked it at the caboose, smoked some cigars. But he was like, bro, you didn't take a bubble bath? I was like, I ain't getting in that nasty-ass bathtub. He was like, bro, that's a bubble bath bathtub. If I've ever seen a bubble bath bathtub. I'm like, bro, I would never, ever take a bubble bath. Are you? What are you talking about, fam? This is from the other side, by the way. This is uh, looking at So you can kind of see down the hallway there. Um, in fact, maybe I can zoom that in. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, position, I see. Yeah. See how, like, that goes down that hallway there? So that's, like, the entry. Yeah, so that's the door that you walk through. So what you see there on the left of the screen, that's the front door. So you'd walk through, you'd look left, that'd be the kitchen and entry and stuff, and then that's the door to the bathroom. Uh, uh, uh Uh-oh. Yeah, and then that was the bathroom itself. Only weird thing was this. Like, bro, why do you have a big deer head on the wall? That was kind of, that was a little weird for me. Um, But, the yeah, the tub was kind of a boss-ass tub. But, nah, I wasn't, I wasn't about to take a bubble bath. Wasn't doing that. I'm not, I'm not bathing. I'm not bathing. In no nasty ass tub. I'm not doing that. That's disgusting. Alan's like, what? You slept in that glowing bed? What do you mean slept in that glowing bed? What are you talking about? How do you know? Jared said, okay, I'm back on the bicycle. Nice. Uh, Don't take a black flashlight into that room. Barry went to town. No, that's not true. Uh, seem like that type of place where porns are filmed. <laughs> nope, it's train. Look underneath. Mm, how was it pooping with that deer giving you the side eye? It was not. Memory foam beds, good for sleeping, but nothing else. I I wouldn't know. I was by myself. Oh, look at Joe Pro. He's like, nope, sir, that, that is a pronghorned antelope. If we want to get specific. They're super fast. Well, they're super creepy. 
Uh, Perry said, don't you bring your own sheets when you travel? No, I take my own pillow. I take my own pillow. I don't take my own sheets. I'm not that psycho. I do take my own pillow, though. There's nothing wrong with taking your own pillow. What's wrong with taking your own pillow on the road? I see nothing wrong with that. When you think about it, that's definitely the nastiest part of sleeping in a bed on the road. And it's drool and lice and all that nasty shit from somebody else's face. And then you're putting your face in their drool and snot and all that shit. And the only thing separating that is a thin-ass pillowcase that you hope was cleaned properly? No. Yo, what up, McLovin? Good to see you, buddy. Um, <laughs> Hard to outrun a 30-06. True. Sean said I take my own pillow. Yeah. Yeah, that's the play. And you know what? Uh, I didn't even learn that on my own. I learned that pro tip from Whitney Cummings. She was like, yeah, pro tip when you travel, comedians, take your own pillow. That's usually the grossest thing in there. And like, yeah, somebody's like, oh, no, it's the remote. Yeah, well, that's that's what the ice bag in the ice bucket is for. That's the remote condom. You just put that on there and tie a knot in it. Good to go. That's easy. But take your own pillow and you're good to go. I used to travel with a sleeping bag because then... If the place was super duper gross, I'd just get in that bad boy and sleep in it. <clears throat> but I don't do that anymore. Um, I mean, I still have it just in case, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was, the, that was the caboose. It was pretty badass. Not gonna lie. And it was nice, man. Uh, and then there was like, there was three total... At this Airbnb place, there was it was three places total. Let me see if I can zoom in here. So, like, that was the steps that led up to the entry of the caboose. And then those steps led up to, like, that top part you're seeing there. That was up top there. That was another um, Airbnb. And then down below was, like, an event center. And you see all these tables out here. I guess they would have events that people could sit out here and have drinks and shit. But... And then there was like another area up top where people could go and sit and have drinks, but they didn't have an event while I was there. So I didn't have to worry about it, but yeah, it was a whole ass caboose. And there's the, there's the rail car wheels. Uh, and they had, Oh wait, they, they had a picture of, um, in the, in the, um, yeah, there it is. They had a, I'm not going to send it to myself and upload it and everything. It ain't that big of a deal. But they had a picture of when they took the rail car off the rail. And then they were moving it to, that's the rail car that they ended up moving to this location uh, that you ended up staying in. So that was pretty dope. They had that in the, in the room. Uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. And this is where they were putting it in place. Same rail car, but that's where they were putting it in place. So, 
pretty cool. I thought it was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. So that was because uh, at first I was like, ah, oh, bro, what have you done? Got me staying in a damn caboose. But then if you recall now, when I used to go to Wichita and work the loony bin, that was the place that was haunted. It had no windows and it was haunted and shit. So this even a caboose would have been a step up. Just a regular ass like hobo caboose where it's just like hobos jump on a train like I'll see you in the next town. And they got the little stick with the bandana and all their shit in it. That would have still been a step up compared to the old condo. Uh, So, yeah. So there's that. So that's the first story that I had was just sharing the the caboose with you. Um, Barry said I bring wipes with me when I uh, every time I travel. That's probably smart too. That's probably smart. Mimi takes a pillow. I bring my own pillow, or if flying, I bring a pillowcase. Smart, very smart, Mimi. Very very smart. Um, I uh. <clears throat> I left, so I was in Wichita for three days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And then it wasn't there a murder cabin in Little Rock. No, there's a murder cabin in Lowell, Arkansas, which is northwest Arkansas. It's like Lowell and uh, what's the other big? Yes, there was a weird A-frame house, I think. Yeah, the, the A-frame uh, murder cabin is northwest Arkansas, but it's not... I know, well, the, the club is in Lowell, Arkansas, but that's not the nearest city that you guys would recognize. It's near, it's between Fayetteville and Bentonville. Uh, Rogers. So Rogers, Arkansas, around there. That's where the murder cabin is. It's actually on the Trail of Tears. It's pretty awkward. <clears throat> um, so, um... All right, so I leave. I'm in Wichita for three days. And I ended up booking a gig about a week. About a week before I head to uh, go do the Wichita gig. I had reached out to a club I had never performed at, right? So I was, I used to headline the Looney Bin in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. But they have since shut down. There's one club left in Oklahoma City, and it's called the Bricktown Comedy Club. Well, with two clubs in one town, you can't headline both. That's just not how that works. So since I was headlining the other club, the Looney Bin, I wasn't able to work at Bricktown. Now, Bricktown really didn't care. I wouldn't have headlined it, though, because it's an A-room. Think of it as the Houston Improv. And what an A-room is, is it's a room that books... A-list comics. So A-list comics being household names. Names that you immediately go, oh, know who that is, know who that is, know who that is. You just know these names. Just like when you look at the Houston Improv, you know just about every name they book over the weekends, right? So when I say just about every name, I mean the, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday comics, you for sure are, you know, know who 90% of them are. That's an A room. And so that's what Bricktown Comedy Club is. Well, I'm not an A room headliner by any stretch. I'm probably really, if we're being honest, I'm not a I'm not a B room um headliner anymore as as it's bearing out to me. So um 
I was like, well, at least if that club's not open anymore, at least I could feature <clears throat> at Bricktown. Maybe I could get some work in there and and start featuring up there every you know a couple times a year. Some work is better than none, and just stay active and be out there. So I hit him up, <clears throat> and um, I had emailed this guy named I don't remember Josh or we'll, we'll say Josh. I think that was his name. Well. Um, when I emailed Josh and said, Hey Josh, listen, I'm going to be in Wichita Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm driving back through Oklahoma city on Sunday. I was wondering if I could pop into Bricktown and showcase for you guys, maybe do a guest set for five or 10 minutes, a showcase set for 10 or 15 minutes, whatever. Just kind of show you that I'm funny and maybe get on your radar and be able to get some work with you guys in the future. And that's kind of how it works in this business there or, or how it used to, you would uh, you would do something like that, get a guest set, and people would see you. Either you know know you're funny, or at least you'd get on their radar. So I send I send that email, and I get a bounce back email from the guy, and it says, "Hey, this is Josh, and I no longer work for this company. I've moved on. I'm chasing my dreams." Um, it's been wonderful working for this company forever, but I'm on to other things. So, you know, somebody else can help you. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, well, shit. So I had reached out to one of the comics that I know in Oklahoma city. And I was like, Hey girl, how do you go about getting booked at Bricktown? Like, what do I do? Cause this is the one email I had for Bricktown. And now I don't know what to do. And she's like, well, you got to fill out this form and you got to submit a video and you got to tell them all, you got to give them all this information. And then they put you into a group and then they got to, you got to wait. And then they send you, you know, if you get passed, if they like your video or whatever, and then you got to, it's a whole bunch of shit. Right. And then you go into this pool of comics and then they send you a veils like once a quarter, like here's the shows we need people for. So if you say, I want to work this one and 10 other comics want to work that one, then they kind of narrow it down and pick. I was like, fuck, okay. So I was like, okay, cool. Uh, <clears throat> what does it say? Throw a brick through the window with your info on it. You're super helpful, Steven. <clears throat> um, so I was like, damn, that sucks. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll do that. So um, <laughs> the crazy thing is, I was like, all right, I guess I'll do that. She goes, don't worry about it. You'll get passed super easy. You send him a video. You'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, that just seems like a lot of work. But hey, if that's the process, that's the process. No big deal. So I'm literally like, all right, I'll do that, you know, tomorrow or this week. Or, or yeah, I'll do that tomorrow or the next day. But it doesn't look like now I'm going to get to go there this weekend or next weekend, whenever this was. And showcase for them on my way back. And then literally, Linda, Linda, listen, Linda, literally within 24 hours, I get an email. And it's from this dude named Adam. <clears throat> it turns out like Adam's like the top guy. And he's like, hey, Barry, um, this is Adam. Would you like to feature that Sunday? Now, I can't get you a hotel, um, but I'd love to, you know, if you want, you can feature for us on Sunday. I was like, no hesitation. Yes, absolutely. Yes. No questions asked. No hesitation. I was like, I'll figure out room situations or whatnot. Because the problem is, you know, 
if I'm featuring, I'm probably there for the duration. It's not just a quick pop in, drive home, right? It's like, okay, I'm probably going to have to spend the night in Oklahoma City. Fine. I, I don't give a shit. That's an investment I'm willing to make to get into this club and be able to work there. So I was like, yeah, that that works. I've got, <clears throat> I've got a, uh, um, I could either drive to Fort Worth and stay with my uh, stepmom's sister, which would be my step aunt. Does do people say that? Do you say step aunt? Stay with my step aunt. I don't know. Do you say step aunt? That's a weird. I don't know if you'd even say that. Um, or I could just. I've got a credit with Hotwire from when I went through that bullshit in Little Rock. <laughs> so I could find a, a a nice hotel, use this credit, and with the money that they are paying me, I'd pretty much break even. I wouldn't make anything, but I wouldn't lose anything. It'd be a zero balance at the end of the day. So I wasn't going to make anything if I drove home to Houston on Sunday. Difference being, at least I got to work the club and show them what I could do. And maybe get on, get in the rotation for future work. That's how this is. This that's this is the business, right? So, like, fucking awesome, right? So I wake up Sunday, uh, pack up all my shit. It was about noon, about eleven, I think. Eleven noon. I don't know. Eleven o'clock. Get on the road. Drive to Oklahoma City. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to go have a cigar. I'll go, I'll go, I'm going to go to a cigar bar or a cigar lounge and have a drink, smoke a cigar. Hey, what up, Alec? Good to see you, brother. I'm going to go have a drink, smoke a cigar, and find me a room, find me a, a hotel that I can afford that I'll break even on. And uh, yeah, just enjoy the day and with the with the prospects of breaking into a new club, something I can't say I've done in a, uh, well, I take that back. I got into Blue Room and uh, that one in Chicago. So this is this is good. This is the third one. This is, you know, I'm, I'm feeling nice. This is this is going to be this is cool. So. I go to uh, I find this place called Stag. In Oklahoma City. It's real near the club. It's right near the club. And I go in. Uh, I get a cigar. I get my drink. <clears throat> well, I take that back. I get there. I get ready to uh, go into the humidor. It's a two-level cigar lounge. And as I'm getting ready to walk up the stairs and into the humidor, I hear, like, what the fuck? And I turn around in a motorcycle gang is pulling up. And I was like, oh, that's 
neat. Look. Look at these fellas. They're big. <clears throat> and this this group of bikers. There's I think 8 9 of them. They all pull up on their bikes loudly. And they all get out and I'm like are 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 they are they are they coming in here? And the answer is yes. Yes, they are. And um, I'm like, well, okay. <clears throat> so I <laughs> I go into the uh, humidor. And the humidor is literally about the width of one and a half people. All right? So it's the width of me and then another half of me. Okay? So it's one and a half me's. All right? That's the humidor. It's one and a half me's. Now, mind you, I have my backpack on because I'm going to get some work done. I've got, you know, laptop and some other shit. So I've got the my backpack on and I'm in the humidor. And um, it was <laughs> Donna was a 713 in the squad. Uh, Uzi, thank you for the 10 bits. What did we learn last week about prejudging? I just can I just tell the goddamn story, people? You guys, Donna's funny. Donna's was funny. The rest of you, not so much. So, <clears throat> I'm in the humidor, and I literally have my back to the door, and it's just a straight. It is four walls. Well, it's three walls and a door. Like, literally to get into the humidor, the lady that was in the humidor had to step out of the humidor to let me step into the humidor. It's like you can't stand two people back to back and look at cigars. There's just not. It's That's not how this humidor works. All right. I'm telling you, it's tight in this humidor. Okay? So... I go in this humidor to get a cigar. And shortly after I get in there uh, and close the door, all eight of the biker men enter the humidor with me. All eight of them. Now, <laughs> as I said, it is pretty much a single file humidor that you, you, you can't get past another person. <clears throat> so... They all walk in, the door shuts, and I happen to be with my back to all of them looking at a cigar, but I know they're in there. I just don't know that it's all eight of them. I hear them. I hear chatter. 
But I don't know how many of these ruffian biker gang members are in the humidor with me. I don't know. I just know there are some. So I get a cigar and I turn around and I'm just standing there and I'm just like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, I can't leave. I can't do a fucking thing. I I can't. I can't go anywhere. I can't be like, hey, excuse me, let me just get by. Like, I can't. Like, one's looking on this side of the wall. One's looking on this side of the wall. And like, <laughs> one of them in the middle goes, oh, hey, uh, are we in your way? And I was like. This is a setup. Like, he's just fucking with me at this point. It's This has got to be a setup. He's totally setting me up to be like, yeah, motherfucker, you are in my way. All eight of you bitches. Or to be like, nah, you're good. They'd have been like, huh, all right, we own you now. Like, what? Yeah, you work for us at our hideout. No, I don't want to work for you at your hideout. Well, you do now, you big puss. Couldn't even stand up to us in this humidor. Like, there's literally, I mean, there's nowhere to go. There's no exit strategy. There is nowhere to run. I, like, I, and he goes, are we in your way? And I just kind of went, I cocked my head a little bit. And the last guy, <laughs> Thank God. I just cocked my head a little bit like that. And the last guy goes, well, what do you think, dumbass? And they all started laughing. And I started laughing. He was like, of course we're in his fucking way. I was like, oh, oh, thank God. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, Oh, God. Now, I, I haven't seen, like, what gang this is yet. Okay? Um... What I will tell you, <laughs> Alan said 120 pound me would have been like, take your time, fellas. Take your time. Oh, Potch is in Richmond, England. Let's go, Potch. Potch went back to the motherland. He's redheaded. That's where, that's where all uh, people with no soul come originate from, if you didn't know. So, um... <clears throat> Just tell it a road story, Potch. So, I don't know. I just know, like, these are, you know, bikers. And so, I have turned around and I was like, there was one guy who's kind of like, he turns to face me. And now I'm like, okay. And so, he's kind of like, he starts to turn. And I was just like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I was just like, and he kind of turns and looks at me like this. He's kind of like, and I was like, oh, 
he was like, excuse me real quick. And I was like, oh, do you, you, and I, I can't get out of the way because I have my backpack on, but I don't, he doesn't really know that I have my backpack on. I mean, I think he know, but like he can see it, but it's, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm like, so like I turn, but I, I don't really get out of his way. I just move. And he's like, I was, I was like, bro, I can't, I, I can't go. I can't go nowhere. What do you want? I'll get it for you. Is there anything in particular you would like, sir? I can, I can get one for you. <laughs> he was like, yeah, uh, see if they got this and this. I was like, sure. Give me one second. And I'm looking and I'm so nervous. I'm not even looking. I'm just like. And then I forgot what he told me. Y'all know how fucking stupid I am, how I have a short, a really terrible memory. I start looking. What did you say? What? He goes, da 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 da. I was like, yeah, yeah, my bad. Who's it by? What was it by? He's like, da 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 da. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I was like, I'm sorry, man. I got, I got a terrible memory. Like, and I'm shitting my pants. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, no, they don't have it. He goes, it's right there. I was like, fuck, my bad. I just totally didn't even see it. <laughs> I want to die. <sighs> so I give him his fucking cigar. <clears throat> and now they're slowly piling out, right? They're like, well... Yeah, blah, 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 said there, blah, 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 blah. And, like, there's one chick that she's, by the way, she has one leg. Just, just so that, yeah. I don't know whose idea it was at this cigar shop. I shouldn't say that. I don't know whose idea it was at this multi-level Cigar shop. All stairs. All stairs. Um, to get into the cigar shop, you go up three stairs. Uh, to get into the behind the bar is uh, two steps. To get to the second level of the cigar shop is three stairs and to get into the humidor is two stairs. So I don't know who was like, you know what we need is a chick with one leg working here. That's what we need. Someone who it is extremely difficult to get up and down these stairs. Someone whose responsibility it is to take drinks to people. that cannot bend one of her legs that now must navigate these stairs with said drinks in hand. That was smart. No, it was not a biker chick with one leg. It was the lady that worked there. She loved it though. She was like, Jesus, sit anywhere you want, baby. And I was like, what about, is the second level, is that kind of like, is that, um, 
you know, like members only. She goes, no, you can just sit up here. And she goes, and I'll come and get your drink order in a minute. It might take me a little while. I'm kind of slow. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just said out loud with him. I was like, oh, my God. Bless your heart. I was like, I'm not about to make this one-legged lady walk up here and get my drink. Anyways, that's not the point. I was not done yet. So, <clears throat> so she checks you out. That's how like you open your tab or whatever is you're in the humidor, you buy your cigar, and then they kind of they, you know, use your credit card and it opens up a tab or whatever, and then you can get your drinks, and then they, you know, you go on about your business. So you're in the humidor, she checks out one guy, they leave, she checks out another guy, they leave. And I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm looking at my cigar. I'm not really making eye contact with anybody. And they're joking and um, they're making jokes. And then um, this one guy, there was like three left. And then one of them goes, yeah, um, our gunny sergeant, blah, 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 blah. He used to smoke cigars every day and drink Pappy Van Winkle. And he got me hooked on it and. Uh, we all started that when we were in the platoon together, da, 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 da. And then the lady goes, oh, are you guys ex-military? And he goes, yeah, I am, and he is. Uh, well, yeah, something like that, right? He goes, I am, and he is, and then uh, one other guy is. <clears throat> and she goes, oh, you guys each get a 12% a, a discount on everything here today um, for being uh, ex-military. He goes, oh, no shit. She goes, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> she goes, do you have like a card or something? He goes, yeah, absolutely. So she's the one guy that, you know, I could hear showed uh, his card <clears throat> and she rang it up. And then uh, he left. And then what does he mean? Why 12? Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea why 12. That, that was a weirdest. I have no idea why. Uh, Alan said they didn't have a stair elevator for her. No, no, no. Um, so it's now me and the last two guys. And I don't know what came over me. Oh, so I'm skipping the best part. <clears throat> So up to this point, I've just been face to face with this biker dude, right? And then now he's already kind of heated at me because I missed his cigar. And he's like, it's right there. And I was like, my bad. Here you go, sir. And he gets it. I was like, is that a good one? And he was like, I mean, it's my favorite. So we're talking about the cigar, right? And I haven't really made, like, the whole time they were in there, I was just kind of looking down until that moment. And then he and I had a conversation. It was nice. You know what I mean? He was just kind of gruff. And so then like the one guy pays, another guy pays, the guy pays, and they're kind of slowly moving out and we're slowly inching forward. And then now it's down to four of us, three biker guys left and me plus the lady that works there. And so that guy is going and they're talking the military discount and the guy that's closest to me turns around. And do you know what the name of this all-white biker gang was? The 
the naysayers. And I almost lost my shit. I almost lost my shit. I almost lost my goddamn mind. It was... I... It was hilarious. Yeah, it was the naysayers. And I was like, yo, that's the funniest shit I have ever seen. Um, Just because, for those of you that don't know, they (laughs) um, remember the, if you think back to college game day a couple weeks ago, not too long ago, um, (laughs) what was his name? Chris Fowler. I think it was Chris Fowler. Was saying that, uh, 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 oh, what's his name? Alabama quarterback, Jalen Milrow. He wears a shirt that says, uh, L A N K. And it stands for something. Let a naysayer know. And when he said that on the broadcast, Pat McAfee was like, whoa, boy, I thought, I thought you were about to say it. I thought you were about to say, I thought you were about to say it. And so we've had some fun with it, you know, cause it wasn't the word. It was a word that was substituted and I just found it fucking hilarious that this all white biker gang was the naysayers and I just internally it was all I could do to just not be like what up naysayers how you doing I just oh my god that shit was hilarious right so then I'm like oh and I immediately text Jerome I'm like you are never gonna believe this but there is a biker gang at this cigar shop called the naysayers. He was like, you got to take a picture. I was like, bitch, I am not dying. He's like, bro, you got to take a picture. Like go ask one for a selfie. I was like, I am not getting stabbed so that you can have a picture of me with the, with the naysayers. He's like, yo, that's hilarious. I was like, I'm not doing it, Jerome. And so it's three of them left. It's me and the other Oh, no, it's two of them left, right? So the third guy leaves, and it's me and the other two dudes. <clears throat> and the lady goes, hey, which one uh, Which one of you guys uh, was the other one with the, uh, that was in the military? I couldn't help it. I just went, oh, um. I uh, I served in the old Navy. I worked there for uh, a couple years. And I don't know why I did it. It's a it's kind of a corny, funny joke. But in that moment, just having all of those dudes there that are ex-military. And <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I, I was old Navy. Uh, I worked there for a couple years. And when I did that, (laughs) she fell out laughing. And there was like a split second of silence. 
And I was like, I'm going to die. And then the dude in front of me, who was the other military guy, lost his shit. He just started fucking cackling. He could not stop laughing. He's like, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. Oh, my God. He was dying laughing, right? He goes, God damn, that's so funny. He was like, yo, that's hilarious. I was like, I don't, I don't have my, I don't have a card or anything. I was like, they, they probably wouldn't give me one though. Cause I got fired or as you guys would say, dishonorably discharged. And he was just, oh God, he was just howling. He goes, let me buy you a shot. I was like, I'm good, man. He goes, man, oh man, that's some funny shit. He goes, uh, he goes, what's your name? And I was like, I'm Barry. And he, he told me his name. It was, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Jackknife or some shit. Machete. I don't remember. Some scary shit. <clears throat> but they like, yeah, there was something that had like sergeant at arms patches and shit like that. Right. And it was like, so I go outside and I was like, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to make this one-legged lady have to come up the stairs to get my drink order. So, I'll go down to the bar and order my drink and let her give it to me and then go back up to where I was going to sit. That save her a trip. You know what I mean? Like, eh, I don't want to be a dick. Everybody else was down there, but I wanted to sit up kind of where I was by myself for some quiet, get some work done. You know what I mean? But I was like, I don't want to be that dude and be like, hey, one-legged lady, come up these stairs for my so I can get me a, a, a old-fashioned and make her have to walk up to get my order, walk back to make it, walk up to bring it to me, walk back. Like I was like, that'd be an asshole move. I was like, whatever, I'll just go down there. So I went down there, and as I was <clears throat> as I was walking down, uh I heard the guy be like, yeah, no, no. Old Navy, and they all started laughing, and they were like, ah. I was like, what's up, fellas? And, uh, bro, they turned out to be the nicest guys. Oh, my God. I mean, they were just the nicest guys. And then, they, and then what was crazy, what was crazy is they all did a shot, right? Now, they were like, y'all want to do a shot? They were like, yeah, let's do a shot. They were like, fuck yeah, let's all do a shot. Now, I didn't do a shot with them. They didn't invite me, but they're just amongst them. They were all going to do a shot. Now, here's, here's an exercise I would like to take for a moment. What shot do you think this group of bikers did? If you were to guess what shot, just take a wild guess. And don't try to be like, oh, <laughs> they did a fireball. Don't don't try to fucking. Uh, just, what what shot do you think that these guys did? What shot? See, you guys are already. Okay, I see. I should have. I should have just told you because I've already kind of given it away that it wasn't the most manly shot. No. No, you're all wrong, and I should have never asked this. <laughs> Barry said, Truman's the honorary naysayer. No, so one guy goes, you set it up as something unexpected. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that, Mark. I should have known. I, I should have uh, I, I should have known. I should have known. <clears throat> I knew better. I knew better than to, than to leave it to the chat to give me normal answers. You know what I mean? I should have known better. Oh, what's up, Zenu? 
So I'm like, I order, I get a um, an old-fashioned made with, um, it was a whistle pig, but I don't remember what it was. But, oh, my God, it was good. Farm something whistle pig. I don't remember what it was. Uh, it was whistle pig 10, f- small batch. I don't remember. The farm? No. I don't remember what it was. It was damn good. Um, whistle pig. Uh, farm stock. Yeah, it was farm stock rye. Yep, farm stock rye whistle pig was the shit in my old fashioned. Um, and I'm trying. I want to say it was ten, or was it just the farm stock rye? Let's see. I think that was it. Yeah, it wasn't. It might have been ten year. I don't know. I don't know if they had a ten year. Anyways, it was damn good. Rye yeah, maybe that was it. Straight rye. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe it was the 10. I don't know. Anyways, delish, right? Loved it. Now, um, whistle pig is legit. So legit, I have a whistle pig tattoo. Nice. So they're they're down there. They're like, let's do a let's do a shot. And I was like, oh, okay. They got to do something. They got to do something gritty. They gotta do something grimy. And do something guttural. You know what I mean? They're about to shoot some absinthe. They're about to they're about to shoot some Jaeger. He goes, this one guy goes, Y'all y'all wanna do a shot? And they're like, yeah. He's like, I got it. He's like, let me get uh let me get eight uh Blackberry Crown. What? Or was it blueberry? What what flavor? It was either blueberry or blackberry crown. Royal shots. I was like, what? Uh there, hold on. Lemonade variety pack. What was it? Uh, uh oh, that's lemonades. No. I was like, yo, this they're doing. And so <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was Blackberry. Yeah, they got crowned Blackberry. And then the one that was like, man, I hate that shit. It tastes like cough drops or it tastes like uh, cough syrup. He was like, shut up. Stop. Stop complaining. It's free. They were like, damn. <laughs> you would have thought they were shooting gasoline. Like they were just like, oh, God, gross. <laughs> and they did it. They did. It. But, but the way they did like. Two of them were just like, bam. But a couple of them were like, ah, 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 I mean, I didn't laugh out loud, but in my mind, I was like, yo, this is fucking awesome. This is hilarious and awesome. Because it was just like, they were just dudes. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, they were just dudes, and they weren't going to put on some tough guy image, but they were like, hey, guys, we got to. We got to act like we're all badasses because they're like, we just like Blackberry Crown. We just like a flavored Crown Royal. What can I say? Except these two, they can't handle it. It's too strong for them. So they were just like, ah, ah. 
It was hilarious. And they were the nicest guys. They weren't um, like intimidating or, you know, it's one of those things where you psych yourself out. You know what I mean? You let them intimidate you. You make them intimidating in your mind. You know what I mean? Before they ever do anything. And then once you start talking to them, you're like, oh, well, these guys are teddy bears. These guys are not. Now, I don't know. They might all be trained contract killers. You know what I mean? I have no idea. No clue who they are or what, but I just I just remember when I saw the name, I just was like, you've got to be shitting me. That is hilarious, ironic. And I guarantee you, they have no idea. They probably never saw that on the show, on that broadcast or whatever, but um, quite eventful. And then they did their shot, smoked their cigar, left. And that was it. It was just a nice rest of the day at the cigar shop. And that's not even the doozy of the story. Because then shit got crazy. <clears throat> John Reyes said 713 is a teddy bear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 Bear, you should have called puss. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. Puss is my dead grandmother. That makes no sense. Uh, Beyonce had never heard of it. Who shoots absinthe? OGD is what they... OGD? Don't know what that is. Uh, Blackberry's the new new. Oh, is it? Didn't even know. I don't like flavored crown. Like, I'm sorry. It's hot as hell in this office. This goddamn computer gets so hot. Uh, that's what happened the first time I met Barry. I thought he was a big celebrity. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so then. OGD is old granddad. I have no idea what that is. So then, um, Oh, Mark said I worked in a biker bar for a few years. Usually they're nice as fuck and have tour uh and have tour back with real assholes. I don't know what that means either. When I drink vanilla crown with Coke, worst hangover ever. Yeah. Yeah, Crown will get you if you're not <laughs> if you're not too careful. <clears throat> uh Joe Bros have flavored booze is for high school kids that are gonna get accidentally pregnant. Nice. Nice. So, um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have your back with real assholes. Yeah. That is true, dude. I don't know. I'm trying to remember because I've told that story before about doing a comedy show at a, a bar where two humongous biker gangs showed up at the same time. And I think we're having a meeting. And I'm not shitting you. There was probably 150 bikers there. And it was like a serious, like, all right, we got to have some, we got to have a, a get together. And it wasn't like hanging out. It was like they were strategizing and planning some shit and nice as could be. Um, you know, didn't fuck with me, didn't fuck with the show, didn't mess up anything. Crazy. <clears throat> um, so, my sister owns a liquor store south of OKC. He brought me a salted caramel crown for Christmas. Oh, that's crazy. All right. So then. It's time to go to the show, okay? This is where it gets crazy for me. As if that wasn't crazy enough. Finished my cigar, booked a hotel, 
Actually, so I had a what is what amounts to a forty dollar credit on Hotwire, right? <laughs> Cisco said, and that's the story of how Barry became a drug mule for the naysayers. Um, so I had a $40 credit on Hotwire and I'm looking around for a room and I finally find one and I'm like, well, uh, I'll find, I'll find a room for <clears throat> about 140, right? And then, uh, that, that'll do good, right? I could 140 means I'll pay a hundred for the room. I can, I can fade that. That's that's no problem. Um, what it didn't count on was taxes being as high as they were and parking wasn't free and all that shit. So room ended up costing a lot more than I had planned on. It's okay, though. Whatever. No big deal. <clears throat> I should be able to sell a couple of shirts during the show. And uh, uh, I could probably make up for it. We're good. So I go back to the room, grab me a shower, get all my shit done, head to the club, get there at 630. And um, I walk up. Well, first I'm like, hey, I pull up and I'm like, hey, where do I park, man? I don't know where to park. Like, I was like, oh, you can park down here. Let me move this cone. I was like, he goes, oh, are you here for the show? I was like, I'm on the show. He goes, oh, okay, dope. Yeah, let me, he goes, come down here. I'll move this cone. You can park down here. He was like, it says they'll tell you, but they won't. I was like, he's like, I've never seen him tell anybody. I was like, okay. <clears throat> All right. So I parked down there and. We're starting to walk in. He goes, "All right, so yeah, you're uh, you're you're emceeing." I was like, "No, I'm I'm featuring." He goes, "Oh, uh, Zach." I was like, "Nope, I'm Barry." Yeah, I don't I don't have you on my list. Uh. You sure you're not supposed to be in Tulsa tonight? I was like, nope. Um, supposed to be here, Oklahoma City. He was like, nope. Don't have you on my list. <clears throat> and I was like, fuck. I was like, well, <clears throat> uh, I don't know what's happening. He goes, well, hold on, let me, let's go find a manager. So he's kind of like the head security guy, right? I was like, fuck. Oh, here we go. So, and then in my mind, my first thought was, I'm not already paid for the goddamn room. Fuck. You know, had I, had I not paid for a room and just been like, I'll get a room after the show, I could have just been like, Mm, deuces I'll just head home but now I'm immediately like alright I'm already in the hole well over 150 with parking and all this other bullshit 
So we end up in the green room and then the manager comes and, and Zach shows up. <clears throat> and Zach is the feature for the headliner. And the headliner's name is Ben Bernard. Uh, uh, Brainerd. Ben Brainerd. Um, Brainerd, yeah. And he's like, yeah. There must have been a mix-up. And I was like, mm, what's up? And he was like, well, um, yeah, Ben is always a two-man show. So it's always me doing 25 to 30 up top. And then Ben does an hour to an hour and 15, hour and 30, because he's working on his Netflix special. And I was like, fuck. I was like, so they double booked it. Yeah, Clarence, exactly. I was like, so they double booked this show. And the security guard was like, shit. He was like, well, let me go see if I can find a manager. So then the manager comes, and now I'm just like, God damn it. I was like, <sighs> and uh, Ben wasn't there yet. And so they're like, well, um, are you sure? So the manager comes out, and she's like, are you sure you're not supposed to be in Tulsa? And I was like, no, ma'am. Um, I was like, I have the email right here where I had emailed this Josh guy, and he was like, um, I, I'm not, you know, there anymore. And then I got an email on that same trail from an Adam who was like, yeah, you know, and then my email, it says I'm in Wichita. I'm traveling back to Houston. So I'm passing through Oklahoma city on Sunday. Could I pop in for a guest set or a showcase? And I was like, <clears throat> and that's when I got an email from Adam who said, um, would you like to feature that night? And this is the amount, no hotel. And I was like, don't worry. I'm headed back to Houston anyways. So I was like, that's, so no, it's definitely not Tulsa. And she was like, okay, well, um, I'll be back. And I was like, fuck. So now I'm thinking I'm out at least uh, 150, 160. Um, <clears throat> and I'm not going to get to go up. I'm not going to get to showcase for this club. I stopped and had the cigar and the drink and went through all that bullshit when I could be home by now. It's like, what a goddamn nightmare, right? Well, then Ben gets there. And uh, the manager comes back in the room and Ben was like, all right, so what's going on? And so everybody explains it. And he goes, um, he goes, so what do you, what were you, what were you doing? I was like, well, and I kind of gave him some backstory. I was like, well, I used, to, I used to headline the Looney Bin here. It shut down, right? I was like, you know, I'm just trying to get into this club. I had never worked here because I wasn't allowed to because I headlined the other club. So I'm just trying to get into this roster and into this rotation. So I just wanted to showcase for him and do a set. You know what I mean? So when I emailed him and I showed him, I was like, yeah. He was like, well, come in and feature. He goes, ah, okay. And I was like, and, and normally, Ben, I wouldn't. I would, I would just be like, oh, no worries. I'll just head home. But, bro, I've already booked a room. So I'm already out 150. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the only part where I'm just like, damn. He goes, I got you. He goes, I'll, I'll cover your room. I was like, no, absolutely not. I, I, don't, I don't expect you to cover my room. I wouldn't want you to do that. He goes, 
well, if I have to, I'll, I'll cover your room. He goes, let's just do this. How about you do seven to 10 minutes up top? Zach will do 15 to 20. Uh, and then I'll, I'll come up and, and do my show. I'll do the rest. Does that work? And I was like, oh, fuck, dude, that would be amazing. Um, and I'm now I'm like, I don't know if they're going to pay me the full amount, you know what I mean, that we had agreed upon for featuring. But I was like, yeah, the guy, because I just at this point, I just want to showcase for the club so I can come back because now I'm freaking out where I'm like, well, I'm just out the money. And now I don't even want to ask about merch because I was like, I don't even want to ask about merch. Right. Because that at least he's letting me go up because at the end of the day, what I didn't want to have happen was I leave Oklahoma City. I'm out. 175 probably let's call it with all with everything i've i've lost 175 bucks i've lost the time um so i'm not you know i've wasted that and i still didn't get to go up and showcase for him so i gotta come back again so the fact that he's letting me do seven to ten up top i'm just like thank you jesus Man, I was like, thank you so much, dude. He goes, did you bring merch? Yes, I did. He goes, awesome. What do you have? I was like, I got shirts. He goes, great, dude. Sell your shirts. He goes, what do they say? And I was like, oh, they just, it's, I was like, it's kind of stupid. It's probably corny to, to you, but it just, they say love each other on them. He goes, oh, oh, my crowd is going to love that. And I was like, oh, really? And he was like, oh, yeah. He goes, I hope you brought a lot. I was like, I mean, I, I have one. I got what I have. I mean, I have a tub. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're going to make some money tonight. I was like, you think so? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, this crowd. He goes, my fans, my crowd are amazing. He goes, they're going to love that. I was like, no shit. Because usually in stand-up, like, I had somebody walk by, I won't say who, but he was like, what's up with the shirt? It was a comic. And I was like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a positive message that I like to spread. He was like, that's fucking gay. I was like, well, fuck you. He goes, well, that's not loving each other. I was like, love each other doesn't mean you have to put up with assholes. Go fuck yourself. So, um, so Ben's like, yes, sell your merch, go first cool right so now i'm like i'm feeling better holy shit if i could sell a couple shirts i don't know if the club's even gonna pay me no big deal but fuck if i can sell four or five shirts i i might be able to get up out this bitch breaking even still so Um, they're kind of running through the game plan, right? Like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Here's how it's going to work. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. I'm like, all right, showtime. And all this happens within like 20 minutes of me having to hit the stage, right? So they're like, and I'm, I'm that guy that like, I need that 20 minutes to get in my right frame, get my set list together. Like, I don't really like to talk to anybody before I go up, but all that shit has to be handled. And man, Ben handles that shit like a pro right so um it's time and they're like all right so you're gonna MC, and you know ben's like we'll just shotgun it you bring up zach zach will bring me up i'm like cool 
and then I'll I'll go back up and close it out. So um, I go up, I go out, and start the show. I haven't emceed a show other than like doing hop scholar stuff, which I don't really is not the same as doing a club MC gig. I hadn't done this in forever, and it's a different muscle. It's a different animal. It's different when you emcee a show. You're going first. The audience is cold. It's not the same. It's a difficult position to be in to go first. The sweet spot is the middle. Going second on a comedy show out of the three spots is always the easiest. It's just Cadillac, right? So I'm like, this is going to be a struggle. This is not how I would want to showcase. Because usually when you showcase or do a guest set, you go after the MC. MC goes first, and then you get to go up and do your set. But I'm like, all right, so this sucks. In that, my showcase set is from the opening spot. Not great. But I'd rather have that than nothing. I'll take it. I'll make the best of it. So I go up, and your boy kicked ass. Uh, I did about, I think I did like seven or eight. And then did my merch pitch. <clears throat> Got off, brought up Zach. Went to the back and Ben was like, dude, they loved you. I was like, thanks, man. I really, dude, I just appreciate you so much for letting me go up, putting me up, man, handling everything like a pro. I was like, a lot of folks would have acted like a diva. A lot of guys would have been pissed off. Uh, a lot of guys would have handled this a lot differently, man. But um, the way that you approached it, the, just unbelievable, man. Thank you so much for everything. He goes, yeah, man, for sure. He's like, there's no reason to to be like that. He goes, yeah, no, no, no big deal at all. I mean, could not have been nicer. Could not have been um, more accommodating and kinder given everything that was going on, right? And he's trying to get his, you know, set tight for his Netflix special. He ain't got time to screw with my stupid ass whom he don't know. He certainly didn't have to. <clears throat> um, so I'm just like, oh, dude, okay, cool. So then um, I'm. it's getting close to winding down the end of the show. And... um. I go into the manager's office and I was like, hey, um, you know, we're getting it's almost done. Is there anything you want me to say when I go up before I close the show out? And she goes, oh. How very professional of you. I was like, yeah, um, yeah, I've been doing this a while. I know how to MC a show. And I know, yeah, I've been doing this a while. She goes, cool. Yeah, here's a couple announcements. That'd be great. I was like, awesome. She goes, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, she goes, Adam said, you know, again, sorry about the mix up, uh, our apologies. And I was like, Oh no, listen, Hey, um, I appreciate the way everybody handled this. You guys were amazing. Um, you know, Zach was amazing and letting me, you know, Ben was amazing, like everybody. And it's true. Literally the way the club handled it, the way, uh, Zach handled it for me kind of coming in and taking some of his stage time, the way Ben handled it, the way the manager handled it, the way Adam handled it, like, bro, the way everybody handled this was just phenomenal because everybody could have been a dick about it, right? Everybody could have been like, go away. None of us give a shit about this. Just go. But everybody was so kind and so cool about it when they didn't have to be because it was just a mistake. It was just an honest mistake. 
And uh, she goes, yeah, here you go. And the the club paid me what they agreed to pay me, even though I was supposed to do 30 minutes and I ended up doing seven or eight. And I was like, damn, there's still good people left in this business. So shout out to Bricktown Comedy Club for being good people. Shout out to Zach Bennett for being good people. Shout out to Ben Brainerd for being good people. Uh, and shout out to uh, everybody that came to that show for being good people. Because at the end of the show, I am waiting to go back up. And I'm just like, man, uh, this, this worked out. Because this could have been fucking awful for your boy. Because I'm just, you guys have no idea. I was just like, oh my God. And um, so I'm off on the side in the showroom, right? And I'm waiting to go up and after Ben's done. And um, <laughs> Steve-O said, are you drinking vodka? No, sir. It's just water. Trying not to drink as much. Trying to, <sighs> trying to be better to my body. What did I say? Oh, BPA-free. Oh, look at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cisco said Ben uh, epitomized love each other. Bro, ain't that the truth? But I'm not done yet. But wait, there's more. So Ben is almost done with his set. I'm sitting on the sidelines, right? Waiting to go up and close out the show. And they've got, like, Ben's going to do a meet and greet. And then we're our merch table where Zach has his merch. And then I have my little shirts. And, um, hard time said, you taking my drinking cleaning routine. Nah, I'm just, yeah, no. Um, so I'm sitting on stage and Ben's like, all right, hey, um, when we're done, <clears throat> he's like, over there. Uh, on the left side of the showroom, he's like, there's a banner if you want to come over and take pictures. He's like, we can certainly do that. Come on over and take pictures. Everybody's like, yeah, cool. And he doesn't charge his fans, which is dope. Because a lot of people will charge you for a meet and greet, which is, I mean, that's fine. That's, <clears throat> um, he's like, yeah, just get in line. And then they, you know, you walk by the merch table and then you do a meet and greet. And then he was like, Zach has stuff for sale. He goes, I, I have stickers for sale. Uh, and then Zach has a bunch of different stuff for sale. And Zach does. He's got like puzzles and koozies and coasters and bottle openers. It was wild. I was like, bro, you got you got a bunch of shit. He's like, yeah, man. And he makes a lot of his shit. He's like, yeah, yeah I got a whole bunch of shit. I was like, that's dope. And they were like, um, and, and so from the stage, Ben goes, and all of our stuff is pay what you want. Pay what you will. You don't have to, Zach Bennett, Cisco, Zach Bennett. And he was like, you don't have to, you know, you just pay whatever you want. And this is Ben talking on stage. He was like, so I got my stickers. He goes, all of my other merch, he goes to travel with shirts and, and bucket hats and all that stuff is, is a nightmare. So, you know, just um, if you want that stuff, just go to the website. But if you want a sticker, you know, it's whatever. He's like, just, just pay what you want for one of my stickers. He goes, but uh, he goes, Barry, where's Barry at? I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, I'm over here. And I'm off on the side. He goes, how much are your shirts, Barry? And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, the $30. I 
He's like, all right, if you buy one of Barry's shirts, I'll just give you one of my stickers for free. Fucking what? Is that not dope? Like, what? I'm like, what is happening right now? Why is this man such a fantastic human being? Like, damn you, Ben. What are you doing? Why are you being just so phenomenal? Why are you being just so fucking cool? That's what he did. He was just like, yep, if you buy one of Barry's shirts, just come to my end of the table. I'll just give you a sticker for free. I was like, that's fucking crazy. That is crazy. So I'm like, yo, that's wild. <clears throat> um, so, and then, uh, so the show ends and yeah, I mean, I, it was wild. It was wild how many shirts I sold to. He wasn't even lying. Wasn't even lying. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sean said he must have murdered someone before. No. Believe it or not, Sean, there are just some people left in this world. And surprisingly, in this business of comedy entertainment, that are just genuinely good people. And Ben Bernard is one of them. Brainerd, ben, I think I'm saying it wrong, which sucks. I'm always like, y'all know how I am with names. Ben Brainerd. Ben Brainerd. Uh, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Um, uh, oh, that's true, Clarence. Nick said, nice to hear someone being super nice, supporting each other a little. Yeah, no shit. Clarence said, you have to remember Ben remembers what it was like to be you at one point. No doubt. He's just trying to uh just trying to get by building yourself up. No doubt. And you know what's funny is um when he was on stage, Zach and I were talking about it, and he was like, Yeah, dude. He goes, Ben uh was busting his ass before the pandemic. He goes, you know, before the pandemic, Ben was out there, he would take any gig, he was featuring a lot, you know, he wasn't headlining, he was just out there grinding and featuring, and you know, he was he was working hard. He was constantly on the road, featuring, working hard, working hard, working hard. And he said, uh, and then the pandemic hit. And during the pandemic, and by the way, Ben is probably one of the smartest people in comedy. If you go look up his shit uh, and, and see the stuff that this dude has done. Crazy smart, right? Um, so... He uh, 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 he started doing these sketches called Florida Man. And they went viral. And then he started like doing these roundtables where he would he would be every state like there would be a debate going on. And he would just be every state. Right. So he'd be Florida and then Florida would be arguing with Mississippi and he would be Mississippi and that would be arguing with Texas and. And he was telling me, he's like, dude, and I would research all these states and I would really get to know them and that I'd learn about him. And so I would be these characters and shit. And so he started doing that during the pandemic and that's what took off. And all of that stuff went viral when he was doing it. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it blew up. And so that's what Zach was saying. It was like, yeah. <laughs> Figure out his name and post links on Discord. Oh, my bad. I will. Um 
Those Florida man sketches are great. Yeah. Um, so just phenomenally kind and shared some ideas with me. And, you know, we just, we talked about some ideas and shit like that. It was just, it was super cool. Super cool. Super nice. Um, and your boy sold a bunch of damn shirts and it was cool. Uh, everything worked out. Could not have worked out better. And uh, cherry on top is the managers were like, yo, you're funny. I was like, thank you. They were like, yeah, you're super funny. I was like, well, I appreciate that. And they were like, yeah, we're, we'll let Adam know because he asked us um, to watch you. And uh, yeah, we'll, we're going to report back to him and let him know that you're super funny. So fingers crossed your boy can get back in and get some more work in Bricktown Comedy Club at the OKC location going forward. So there we go. Uh, all right, let me find Brainerd. Yeah, um, good luck finding um, a nicer guy in this business right now. For real. Like, I was just so thoroughly impressed with how good of a dude he was, how kind he was. Let me see. Here's Instagram and TikTok. Facebook and Twitter. All right. Here's YouTube. Ooh. YouTube. Uh, let's see. Did I get YouTube? Yes. Here's Instagram. Uh, here's Tiggy Toggy. I'm putting them all in there for you. I just went to his website and grabbed them. Here's his Facebook. And here is his X. See? See? I can I cannot say Twitter. I mean, I kind of still did say Twitter. Uh, okay. It's funny because the link still says Twitter. You know what I mean? Still says Twitter. All right. Uh, I think that covers it. Word up. Got them all. All right. So yeah, go follow the dude and, and you don't have to, uh, you know, plug my name with his and do all that. Just give the man a follow. And, uh, you know, if you like his shit, uh, support it. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Cause he's already done enough for me, so I don't need any. I don't. I don't need anything from him. Just go support the man. Follow him and uh, like his shit and watch it. Consume it. <clears throat> All right. So there's my road stories. Oh, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I I was saying it wrong. I was saying it wrong, Donna. I'm a dumbass. Brainerd, I think is how you say it. What do I know? All right. So there was my three road stories. The caboose the naysayers and the tragedy at Bricktown. I really thought that, that I was just like, Oh my God, is this how this trip ends? Is this how this bullshit is going to end? Oh, nice. Appreciate that Cisco. So, um, all's well that ends. Well, it, uh, it worked out fantastically. 
All right. Um, we never got to these. And I kind of need to know this. I just need to know. Because I have my opinion on these. Thank you, Mr. Mina. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, homie. I will uh, talk to you later, friend. I need to know, would you guys wear these? Look. I want to hate them. I want to hate them. They're not the ugliest sneakers I've seen. And the reason is, like, I think these look better. Forget, forget who they are, okay? Forget if your preconceived notion about whose name is on them. Forget that. Forget the fact that you're like, uh, I don't, you know, I don't like who they represent. Take that out. Take that out. Cisco said it looks like something Apollo Creed would fight it. Not a bad. They're way better looking than the modern day sneaker. They are a throwback to the old Jordans, the, the Jordan 1s. That's, in fact, I think that's what they might be. This is just a Jordan 1 with a T on it. That's all it is. And it's gold. I don't think this is the ugliest sneaker out. I really don't. I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of the T on the side. The gold is a little too flashy. I would have liked to have seen it be less shiny. Right? If it was less shiny, but just for the novelty of it, they're not. They're not the ugliest sneaker to have ever been produced, okay? I just not. I could go out right now. We could just go to Foot Locker. Let me just, we'll just go to footlocker.com right now. Right now. Right now, chat. I'm on my way to footlocker.com right now, and we're going to find other sneakers that are uglier than these. I promise you. I bet you right off the rip. Here we go. Uh, men's shoes, basketball. There we go. Done. 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 Found one. What? I would wear these every day of the week. Every day of the week before I wear this bullshit. What is this? What is that? That is that is atrocious. Let's see what else. Awful. Look at that. That is awful. Yeah, Dre says it's better than that big baller brand. Exactly. Look at this, bro. What are these? The Grandpa Five Thousands? The the Kyrie Infinity? Is this when Kyrie is in character as the old man? These are atrocious, bro. Look at th- that is uh, that is awful that is awful that's what we're talking about show me your tds we're comparing them to these i'm saying what sneakers would you wear like what can you find an uglier pair of sneakers than these forget who they're for forget i get it that makes in in people's minds they go i hate these i hate these because 
of whose they are. Ah, but if you took the T off or if they weren't in his name, would you wear these or these? Exactly. Ain't no way I'm wearing these mall walking ass back to the future here from the past looking ass sneakers. No way. Chris said, from Sam Houston said, I don't trust them to hold up. They're Nikes, bro. All they did was take the the swoosh off. They're just, they're Nike, uh, uh, they're Jordans, I believe. I'm 99.9% sure that's the Jordan 1. <clears throat> Hold on, let me pull up a Jordan 1. I can go get one out of my damn closet. Flex. Uh, No, maybe it's not a F- Jordan 1. I thought the soul. Well, you know what, though? They may have just painted that up. Uh, no, they're not the Jordan one because there's no leather around the toe. Oh, good call. Good call. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm looking at a Jordan one right now. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, here's a Jordan one. But pretty damn close. So if you say, if you say that the shape and all that of the shoe is ugly, you will... It's pretty much the same damn thing. Those look more like Converse. Oh, you think so? Those trumps belong on a telephone line. <laughs> I want the gold ones if I get to 70. <laughs> Dre said made in the USA. What? <clears throat> uh, they're not Jordans. Mm, I will take the white Kyrie's. White goes with anything. Bro, are you? Man, you crazy. The Kyrie's is ugly. Like, look at all these basketball shoes nowadays. These are just awful, dude. Like, some of these... did, Bro, what are we doing? What is this? Like, what is this? This is what... This is what we're doing. Bro, what... What in the weaved wicker basket bullshit is this? Ah. I would wear these over that. I would I would wear these over these every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Timu said those uh Cisco said this is Timu Jordan. Those are Michael Gordons. <laughs> Nick and Mosa, those are ugly to you, but maybe not to the youngsters. Bro, how are these not ugly to the youngsters? It's got a doily on the neck with a wicker basket for the soul. What? This is crazy. This is crazy. Not everyone has to have a shoe. Let's be honest. New Balance dad shoes are a fashion statement, so... Is it any surprise good taste has gone out the window? That's a good point. Show me your TDs. That's a really good point. Nowadays, good sneakers are like ugly sneakers are considered the thing. It really is. All right, look, I got to pee real quick. This did it to me. All right, I'll be right back. Let me go pee real quick. Let's sit on the corner and do some dope while I pee. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll be right back. It'll take me like two minutes. Don't go anywhere. Now, what I am going to do. 
I'll probably run an ad real quick. So if you're not subscribed to the channel, you might see an ad for two minutes. Have no fear. But I have to pee super bad or else I'm going to pee my pants. All right, so let's sit on the corner, do some dope. Your boy will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Mary. I got to be hosting Mary. I got to be my face. I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. So Barry on deck, I'm your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you for those of you that stuck around through the break. Those of you that left can suck it. Uh, hey, real quick, I want to say thank you to Donna uh, for the $10 Thankful Thursday last week. PP Dubs for the $7 Thankful Thursday. Uh, he said, uh, Thankful Thursday, great shows this week, safe travels. And Donna said, Happy Thankful Thursday. And to Sylvia, who's in a $5 Thankful Thursday, said, Happy Thankful Thursday, safe travels, and good luck with the shows. And then Cece, who's in a $5 um, Flashback Friday. Uh, hashtag personal. She said, kick peach this weekend. Thank you, CC. Uh, love you guys. Appreciate you guys. As always, your support is of course appreciated, uh, for the show. So thank you guys for that. Uh, thank you for sticking around while your boy had to go pee or my gersh water. will get me, man. I don't drink a lot of water and it's crazy because like, I don't know. Drinking Diet Coke and all that. I really don't have to pee that bad. I can make it through a whole show. But I start drinking water and it's like, uh uh-uh, get this out of my body. ASAP. ASAP. So, all right. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to, oh, that was weird. I wanted to um, discuss something. We talked last week 
on this show. What's up, Terrence? We talked last week on this show about the new college football format that is going to kick in next year, the 5 plus 7 format. It's going to get kick in next year, and then it's going to go through 2024 and 2025. But they are already talking about 2026. And I shit you not, they have used the word improve. The format of the college football playoff for the playoffs that that they haven't even played yet. They're literally talking about improving upon 2024 and 2025. What? You haven't even played them yet. And you're already anticipating that you're going to need to improve them. They're already discussing 14 and 16 team playoffs. It says the 12 team model for 2024 and 2025 is set. The uh, board of managers, which is made up of university presidents approved a move from the six plus six to a five plus seven model on Tuesday. Five conference champs will get an automatic bid for the next two years with four earning the first round buys. Seven teams will take up at large spots. Now for 2026, it says a 14 team model would presumably have two first round buys. And a 16-team model would have no buys. Uh, Both would provide more sport, uh, or excuse me, more spots for the now Power 4 conferences, no no Pac-12, which have ballooned in size. Um, And for more specifically, the Big Ten and the SEC, which are ginormous now. It says, while commissioners did acknowledge the size of potential further expansion, They would not get into details of the possibility of adding more automatic qualifying spots potentially for the Big Ten and the SEC. Now, they go on and talk about, you know, all of the different options here. Uh, Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark described the auto bid conversation as exploratory. So, like, everybody's kind of, like, tiptoeing around because really and truly the Big Ten and the SEC holds all the power here. They could quite possibly just be like, you know what? We're just going to start our own shit. We don't need you guys. So everybody's kind of being careful. You know what I'm saying? Now, the other thing that that bothered me is when you read this, I want to just, this is what it says. It says the detailed conversations on changes were anticipated within the group as the CFP, the college football playoff field, uh, as the CFP management committee, or I'm sorry, as the CFE faces pressure and a time crunch to finalize a new television deal with ESPN. The CFP management committee is made up Of the 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame's athletic director. Why does Notre Dame get its own seat at the table? 
I'm sorry. I just think that is bullshit. Notre Dame should be included for purposes of negotiations, for purposes of determining the path forward for the CFP. Notre Dame should not be a plus one. Notre Dame should be lumped in with a conference. Whatever conference makes the most sense to them and the rest of the committee, cool. I don't give a shit. But for the purposes of voting and determining a path forward, they should not hold the power of one-eleventh of the entire CFP management committee. Because that's what essentially that means. They, If they get a vote, much like the SEC, what? That's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. I, I hope that's not the case. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But if Notre Dame gets a vote because they're independent, that's a Travis Sham mockery. It really is. It is, it is, it is, it is ridiculous. Put them in a conference. <clears throat> And let them not be any more special than any other football program. It's stupid. It's stupid. For this, for this. Not for games, not for scheduling. If they want to be, oh, well, we're always been independent. Fine, whatever. Don't give a shit. But when it comes to deciding the future of college football, Notre Dame shouldn't get the same vote as the entire Big Ten as the entire SEC, as the entire Big 12, as the entire ACC. What? That's ridiculous. Stupid. And by the way, no one even likes Notre Dame. Nobody. Notre Dame doesn't even like Notre Dame. I think. I don't know. That's probably not true, but... Notre Dame is Jesus approved. Well, that's what you think. That's weird. Why is that? I don't know why they keep doing that. Um, A 14, let's see. Athletic reported last week that ESPN and media representatives for the college football playoff agreed on terms. Yeah, I don't see it. Jolty model. Anyways, all right. Uh, Notre Dame is not the Vatican. Okay. Got it. Give them a shared spot with a smaller conference. Notre Dame plus Mountain Sky Conference. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems stupid. Allen said 64-team format is coming. Ain't no way. Ain't no way that the football playoffs are going to 64. Ain't no way. There's not even 64 football teams that people would want to watch play in the playoffs. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. At max, this goes to 24. At the very, 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 very most, it goes to 24. Very most. That's it. Uh, Amos said, as long as they bring in enough viewers on their own and TV can sell the ad space, they'll keep that power. you're right you're right to a degree 
Um, I think the the um, here's here's the thing. <clears throat> here's what I think is going to happen, and and I, I think you're right, Amos. You're you're, you're I, I really don't have a good argument in that regard, except for. Let's mark this. Uh, and and here's the thing. I don't know if this has ever been said or proposed, okay? Um, I, I certainly, I thought about this the other day while I was mowing the yard last week. So if this has already been said by somebody else, I apologize. I assure you, I swear on whatever you need me to swear on that this was not anything other than an idea I thought of on my lawnmower last week, okay? Let me preface that first. Second of all, if I see anybody in this chat next week talking about, oh, I really like Peter King's idea of, and it's basically what I'm about to say, I'm fucking going to lose it. Now, <clears throat> here is what I think will eventually happen to NCAA football. Okay? I think eventually <clears throat> NCAA football will become what the XFL and the USFL and all of these FLs have been trying to be for years and years and years. And that is a fully supplemental league to the NFL. And here's what I mean. I think at some point that the Big Ten and the SEC and some of these schools, and not all of them, mind you, not all of them, <clears throat> I could see maybe the top 30-ish, 40-ish schools in the country just breaking off and doing their own thing. There's no requirement to be in the NCAA and play football. There's no requirement for that. I could see this ending up being something in effect of one league divided by regions. So now instead of the SEC and the Big 10 and the Big 12, now you've got two conferences, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, the Northern Conference and the Southern Conference, or the American Conference and the National Conference, or the whatever. And those conferences are divided into divisions and lo and behold, it starts to look a lot like professional sports, right? In that, 
the football games are played regionally. The travel is played. The the divisions play each other more. These guys play each other in conference. The conferences play each other. We get to a playoff system similar to what you see in professional football. We end up crowning a champion that way. I think eventually we get away from this NCAA style of conferences and we just end up with a league. The best teams, the best schools form a league and however that league gets divided up. But I think that's where college football is headed. College football's cream of the crop, best of the best schools are headed towards their own league. The NCAA will still exist so that the teams not in the league will still play football against each other. But Alabama doesn't need to play Vanderbilt. Why? Uh, Texas doesn't need to play Rice. Why? These are schools that eventually the best of the best will be playing each other in their own divisions in the National College Football League, the NCFL. It'll be 32 of the best football schools in America. Look, we already got NIL. They're already getting paid. They're already getting paid. That was step one to open it up to the NCFL, the National College Football League. And you're going to divide this thing into regions or conferences or whatever. CFL's kind of already taken Total Dallas, in case you didn't know. That's called copyright infringement. Jesus Christ. And you teach our youth. What a moron. <clears throat> Uh, Dave, PB Dub said, what about the other sports? Still conferences? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the NCAA still exists. Other sports still play in those conferences. Absolutely. I'm strictly talking football. Strictly talking football. Absolutely. 100%. Because here's the thing. With the money that the kids are demanding, with the way that this is headed, with coaches just being like, I I don't know what to do anymore. Like, it's hard to recruit, and you got transfer portals, and kids are, it's just getting out of control. It's just turning into professional football. Exactly. Exactly. It's turning into professional football. And when you start having this much money on the line, and you start, it, it it's going to turn into professional football, and it's going to end up being the minor leagues of the NFL, which the NFL has always wanted and college football has always provided it. This is just going to be a different amalgamation of that. Um, Dre said Texas plays rice for the easy win. Yeah. Won't be happening in the NCFL. Until Dallas says they can't own abbreviations. Um, when it comes to football, you can you can't have the notional football league. Hey, but you think the Netherlands football league could do that? You think so? You could just do the Netherlands football league and you'd be cool. 
I don't think so. You could just start a you could start a football program up north called the Northern Football League. You think that would fly? The NFL, the Northern Football League? You'd be go you think that'd be okay? Total Dallas, you think you think the NFL would be like, oh shoot. Look at all these kids in Minnesota. Look at this, look at this Minnesota league that fired up this Northern Football League, this NFL. Darn it to heck. Nothing we can do about it. And shut that shit down in a heartbeat. Talk about you can't own abbreviations. Uh, <laughs> the naysayer football league. Let's go. Prime example. <clears throat> WWE. Yeah. Used to be called the WWF, but the World Wildlife Foundation was like, hell no. To the now, now, now. So the World Wrestling Federation had to change it to World Wrestling Entertainment because the World Wildlife Foundation was like, don't tread on me. So, yes, you can own initials. Suck it, nerd. Uh, oh, yeah, look, Joe Pro just said the same thing. Uh, Chris from Sam Houston, funny thing is Europeans don't understand why we care so much about college sports. Over there, they only care about national teams. Yeah, right? Isn't that wild? Like, they only care about France versus England. Over here, we don't give a shit about America versus. We don't care. And you know why that is, though? Because we never allowed our pros to play until just as recently as the 80s. And mid to late 80s. That's why, that's why the Miracle on Ice was so great. It was just a bunch of amateurs versus Ruski pros. But for years, we just, yeah, just let these amateurs go get their ass whooped on a national stage. Total Dallas says wrestling is fake. That doesn't matter. Oh, shut up, Total Dallas. It's true, but I'm sorry to say this, Barry. Peter King hasn't said that, but Dan Patrick has. Damn it. God, Amos, I hate your guts. I hate it so much. That true? Shit. I thought I was really being edgy with this take. I was like, ooh, I'm on to something cool. The Nick Gamboa Basketball Association, NBA. I don't even know what this is. What? <clears throat> I don't know why this keeps popping up. Yo, that's super weird. There's like this weird thing, and I don't know what it is. Oh, there we go. I think I fixed it. I fixed it, Daddy. I fixed it. I showed it. Oh, well, maybe not. Uh, when Peter King has the same idea, well, then it'll hold water. How about you kiss my ass? Uh, Joe said, because athletes in Europe don't go to college. They're already in the pipeline, not pretending to go to school. Oh, that's a good point, Joe Pro. That's kind of true, right? That's kind of true. Like they don't, um, they get identified early in life, 
early in life at like 12 years old. They're like, hey, that's a soccer prodigy. Put them in the pipeline. But I don't want to. Tough shit, kid. You work for your country now. But why do you talk like that? This is France. Because this is the only accent that he has. Yeah, so it, 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 it does make it a lot different. It, that doesn't happen here necessarily. Last time that happened here was Freddie Adu. Who was really Freddie Adon't. <laughs> okay. Uh, great minds think alike. Don't try to patronize me now, Amos. Don't try to make me feel good now. How dare you, sir? Uh, Dak Prescott is fake. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they do have that academy stuff is crazy. I mean, look, we do we do get kids, you know, we start training our our youth, right? We have those academies, IMG Academy and uh Aaron J. Bryant. I haven't seen AJB here in a minute. Where is he? Where is AJB? <clears throat> I haven't seen him in a hot minute. But AJB is a guy who um he coaches a lot of youth basketball and he could talk about that. When they see kids, they, there's a lot of that youth uh, in youth basketball where they'll do like Salukis and they'll do a lot of camps. IMG is one of the it, one that's known the most. Uh, but yeah, they'll identify talent early on. Speaking of that, <clears throat> before we get out of here, it's almost time to go. It's all thing. I didn't really make a slide for it or anything. By the way, anybody sees uh, Aaron J. Bryant, check on him. Make sure he's okay. Tell him I love him. Um, one thing that's been out, people are asking LeBron about Bronny. They're like, uh, when's he going to be drafted? Is he going to come out early? Where's he going to go? Do you want to play with him? Is he going to be, should he go in the top 10? Should he do this? Should he do that? And he's like, Hey, he's a kid. Just let him be a kid. Um, are we forgetting your high school years and rise to stardom and fame straight out of it? Like, I I mean, there was kind of a precedent set with you, LeBron. So, I, I mean, forgive the rest of America for assuming that the most famous basketball player on the planet currently his son playing currently and one who you know, his dad has professed to want to play with him. Forgive him for asking questions. It's not out of the ordinary. I mean, you opened up the can of worms by saying you'd like to play with him. And I get it. I'm all for let the kid be a kid, but you also can't come out and, and wax poetic and have the grandiose ideas about playing with him. And open that up and say those things. And then when it, you start getting hounded constantly about it, be like, hey, 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 just back off and let the kid be a kid. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't have it both ways. And certainly no one was saying that when you were uh, garnering so much hype as a kid. <clears throat> On purpose, I might add. And the hype was real. 
But it was, uh, you know, it was built for a reason. There was a machine behind LeBron, even when he was in high school, on purpose. I mean, everyone recognized he's the next. This isn't just a really good kid out of high school. He's the next. So. Yeah, Amos said he sounded like a proactive uh, or a protective dad that forgot he's one of the biggest stars in the world. Exactly. It's like, look, dude, I'm sorry, but I get it. I understand, and good for you for telling everybody to back off, but you're not living in reality, bub. You are not living in reality. That would be like, what's the oldest Kardashian? Being like, hey, you guys back off and let Kim just be Kim. Fucking what? I'm sorry, what? Just let my daughters live their life. What? I'm sorry, Mama Kardashian, what did you say? You know she fucked Ray J on tape, right? And pulled it out. I'm sorry, it leaked, allegedly. Fuck out of here. Cisco says Bronny's going to get drafted by the Wizards. Man, that's a good discussion. Too bad we don't have time, 458. Thank you, Flip. Um, That would be a great discussion. Do we think LeBron James will attempt to manipulate the draft in a means or manner in which it would allow him to be able to play with his son? Is, Is there a way? Uh, excuse me. Gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. When is his contract up? He had to have timed it right, right? He had to have timed it right. Terrence, where's LeBron's contract? I mean, I guarantee you he at least has uh, an out. Oh, so he's got a player option for 2024-2025 at $51 million. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2025. Yeah, so he controls his own destiny after this year. Love you, Donna. Peace, love, and cheers to you as well. Thank you, Uriel. Thanks, Joel. Love you, buddy. Thank you, Cisco. Hang in there, buddy. I'm right there with you, but hang in there, man. You know there's light at the end of the tunnel. Always. Joe Bro said, yeah, 100% LeBron has made all his own moves around the league. 100%. Uh, and when is Bronny going to graduate or, or be eligible? <sighs> Projected to be picked in 2025. And that, yeah, he's... So LeBron is definitely an unrestricted free agent in 2025 and will be 41. Woosa! Hey, man, thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, Good to be back. Good to see you guys. What up, Dre? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you all for coming back to the show. Much love. Appreciate you. Uh, We'll have more sports tomorrow, I promise. Thanks for listening to my stupid road stories. 
And later, Heartthrob. Thanks again for coming to hang out, buddy. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Until then, do me three favors, please. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See you tomorrow. Bye.